0: Welcome back to the Reality Served Real Podcast. We're your hosts, Christina and Abby. And today, unfortunately, Michelle can't join us, but we're coming to you with a episode catching you up on everything about the challenge and Survivor. Um, this was a pretty big week in the challenge, I think. So um, let's let's go ahead and get started with the challenge this week. Um so last week we left off with the, we have this new team, right? We have Casey and Troy. So Casey and Troy start by like talking about, um, where they are at in the game. Um, Casey talks about like the alliance that she has with Tori and Jordan, how she doesn't really know who like Troy is aligned with and like how they're going to make this new team work cohesively. Personally, I think Troy got really lucky on this one because Tory, Jordan, Casey, I mean, they're like power teams. I mean, all of the teams left really are power teams, but I think Troy got lucky with this one because um, not that Amber wasn't a great partner, but this just seems to be like the dominating alliance. So for his chances to like, you know, like make it to the final and win... I think that this could be um, a really good thing for him.
1: Yeah, I think it is good for him. It just makes me sad because, of course, I'm with I'm with the Kellyanne, Kiki, Tristan, Amber alliance. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and then speaking of that, we also have in the beginning Kellyanne and Kiki talking about their alliance and how how much weaker it is now that Amber's not with them.
1: I love their little talk and how close they become.
0: Yeah. I love Kiki so much. She's like one of my new favorite challengers. I really hope this isn't the last that we see of her. Cause she's just, she's great.
1: Me too
0: the other conversations well we see a couple other conversations in the beginning Another one of them is tori and danny are finally talking about like okay so we've been clashing this entire game like how do we move forward tori wants to work with so they put up this visual it says like they say casey and jordan but when they put up the visual they love theo in there so tori is working with like casey jordan and theo and Danny wants to work with Sarah, Emily, and Yes. Well, the Sarah-Theo thing, like, that kind of works out for them, because they kind of want to work with some of the same people, at least. But the, the Emily-Yes thing, because of Sarah, is where Tori is like, uh, eventually they're going to have to get cut. Um, Which makes sense, because you can only take so many teams to the final it's just it's to me it's it's unfortunate that it's emily and yes because that they're trying to you know like kind of push out of this group because um emily and yes i don't know like i'm not like i don't like emily like michelle likes emily but i i do really like them as a team and i like that they are bringing something different i like that yes isn't like just going with the house like kind of like he was at the beginning and he's going against the grain just a little bit. Um I don't know. I I I'm I'm really enjoying them as a team. So I was I was disappointed to hear, you know, like Tori's feedback about them, but like at the same time, I wasn't very surprised about it.
1: Yeah. And when are we not at this point disappointed with anything that comes out of Tori's mouth? <laughs> you know, honestly the
0: her teamwork with danny this season has been like super disappointing to me especially coming off of ride or dies because i feel like ride or dies was really her season like she really dominated that season like yes there was like a dominating alliance but i don't think when production originally was like let's send in jordan and naya when it you know before it was Anissa to be these heavy hitters in this game, I don't think that production was thinking that Tori and Jordan's dynamic was going to go the way that it was, that it has. (laughs) I think that that could have gone either way, you know, a year ago, or maybe it was two years ago, I don't know. I think it was a year ago. We, we saw Jordan and Tori fighting on Instagram about a damn coffee mug. Like, <laughs> th- there was a very good possibility that they weren't going to get along. So if they didn't get along during the season, if they went against each other, if they had these opposing sides, I really think that in ride or dies, Tori was able to overcome that, um, not only get along with him form alliance with him but like in ways become friends with him and then go on to win the whole season i think that um ride or dies was really her season but in contrast to what we're seeing on world championship this season there is no teamwork the great thing about her on ride or dies was that her and Devin have actually become really close they really were like this team that like really compliment each complimented each other, which is the complete opposite of what we're seeing of her on Rider dies. And it's, yeah. it's or on world championship. I'm sorry. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm glad that Tori and Danny had this talk that they did. I think it was necessary for them since they have been disagreeing so much. Um But yeah, that's that's all I really have to say about that. The other conversation that we saw was Kaz and Tristan. And I'm personally like really disappointed in Tristan for this because why is he just now at the very end when there's only like six or seven teams left? Why is he now talking to Kaz? He I know that she's connected to Jordan. But this should have happened, like, five weeks ago.
1: I know, but did he just think that they just automatically had an understanding?
0: No, I don't think so. Because Kaz even said, like, in their conversation, she was like, I know that you don't want to talk to me because I'm partnered with Jordan. So it's like.
1: Yeah. If you would have talked in the very beginning. Yeah, his social game was just like.
0: Potentially, if him and Kaz were as close as he's saying that, that like they could potentially be, then at the very beginning, when all of this started to clash and collide, that's when he should have had the conversation with Kaz. Because at the beginning, when there's like so many other teams that they could have been getting rid of, I feel like it's possible that Kaz and Tristan, if they had like this like super strong connection, then maybe that's what needed to happen to have Tristan and Kellyanne kind of come to the other side
1: mm-hmm. or like
0: when they had like Tori talk to Kellyanne like why didn't they cast talk to Tristan that would have made more sense to me
1: yeah so do I you don't know I think so- Kellyanne was so against working with any of them at that point by the time Tori came to her oh yeah express that to Tristan I I, just, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes but
0: I just think that like if Tristan was going to have that conversation it should have been a lot earlier because at this point Kaz even says in their conversation like I won't say your name until I like have to but it yeah. might come to a point where I have to and it's like okay well like you just told him that you're going to say his name, you know, eventually. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Meaning in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Well, do you want to talk about this daily challenge?
1: What do you think? You about- talk about yes. it because I'll talk about the elimination. You talk about this daily challenge because um, I was kind of half paying attention to it. Okay, so. so-
0: so what do you think about like the movie adaptation challenges in general? Cause this one is like inspired by Transformers. Um I'm personally like I'm not into Transformers, so like I don't really know. But like in the past they've done Fast and the Furious. I do like those, so I don't know, that's kind kind of fun. Um I think the last one on Rider Dies it was it was like the puts in Puss in Boots, like fencing one. Um above water. Um
1: I mean, it's all just, you know, for um money promotion. Promotion, crossover. thank you. I was blanking. I was blanking on the word. Yeah, it's all for promotion. And one reason I kinda it's funny that you asked that. I was kind of just half paying attention was because I didn't give a shit about this challenge. Once they said what it was, I did I didn't find it. It's like this I like action packed. Yeah. So it's like I, this mean, action I didn't pa- think it was super action packed. Like they drove out of like the back of a truck. Like yeah, it'd be cool to do, but I don't know. I just it doesn't translate to watching. Yeah, that's what exactly what I was
0: just gonna say. It's like it, in the moment action packed. Like I feel like the adrenaline of jumping from truck to truck, the adrenaline of like having to smash through the back of a co- of the truck. You know, like I feel like doing it is what's action packed, but I don't think it like really translate. I don't think it translates to TV
1: super well. No, a hundred percent agree. I was just kind of, it was kind of in the background and I was like, okay, let's just see who wins and who loses because it wasn't one of those. Yeah. I I just wasn't that into it. So
0: Okay. So like I kind of said, like what they have to do is, well, first of all, they have this like Anthony Ramos guy come on and, and talk about transformers, which that's kinda cool. I suppose, like, especially if you watch Transformers, I bet it was like really cool to see them on your screen. But like I said, I don't. But I can imagine if it was like Vin Diesel up there, like that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah.
1: That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't do Transformers either, so I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah,
0: me neither. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so what they have to do is one player is on top of the of a truck. There are two moving trucks, they're going fifty miles an hour, and one person has to move jump back and forth um, between the two trucks, and when they get to the second truck, they have to grab, like, um, this, like, key thing, they have to jump back to the original truck, insert the key into, um, this podium, and then hit a button. The button then signifies a green light inside of the truck, and the per- the other partner is inside of the truck in this, like, I don't know, buggy car thing, And, um, they have to go as fast as they can, break through the back of the truck and speed to the finish line and the fastest team wins. So the thing with this challenge is that like, there's not really, and Jordan even like talks about this in his confessional, like there's not really, um, much time to mess anything up it's a very fast like jump from one truck to another you have to do it all this like pretty much like certain time otherwise like you're not going to make it um and then everybody is going to be going I mean those those cars like that's not a race car like that you know like those cars only go so fast I'm sure everybody was going almost as fast as they could
1: um did any girl do the jumping yeah so
0: so the only girl to do the jumping was kiki the rest of the the rest of them was the guys and i'm sure that the reason that they did that is because um of durell's fear of heights yeah i'm guessing that's why they did that but in my opinion i think that that really hurt them
1: that's what cost them
0: because She's much smaller than the other guys. And so it will take her, like, imagine, like, Kiki and Danny in a foot race. Like, I'm not saying that Kiki's not fast. I'm sure she is. But at the same time, like, Danny is obviously, or Theo, who, you know, Olympic runner is going to be able to take longer strides than she is. Right. But yeah, so I think that that is honestly, like, the seconds thing that I just said like I'm sure it wasn't a whole lot of time difference but um I think it really cost them in the end um two of the cars flipped during this challenge Emily's car flipped and I, I I think she was pretty surprised by it um she said she was just sore after she was okay Tori she does a donut and flips her car she's okay too um I feel like Tori she's is gonna get a, a lot of shit for that yeah but
1: yeah she's an idiot but honestly and the way she explained didn't why, mind it why she wanted to do it I was just like she, I'm sorry I have such a deep dislike for her that she, she can't do anything that I'm gonna be okay with I am so biased
0: Honestly, I cannot I,
1: see it from a different perspective. I can't. I'm so blinded by rage.
0: <laughs> I I can see her side of it. Um just because like I can see I I still think it's like not a smart decision for sure, but I I can see where she's coming from and that like in if you're in the moment, you're in this race, you're crossing the finish line, you're like, "Yeah," you know, like you're just like going i can see how the adrenaline could could make you do something stupid like that um because it does sound
1: fun Um, oh i can see it too i just can't stand that she was the one that did it
0: (laughs) yeah so i mean that's that's my tory defense i'll 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 let it lay there because that's really all i can say about it is that like i can see like I'm sure she's going to get a lot of hate for this, but I I can see where she, why she did it. So the two fastest teams this week were Sarah and Theo and Kaz and Jordan. And Jordan and Kaz end up winning this whole thing. Um, And then they also win two tickets to, to the Transformers premiere, which I thought was like, Interesting, considering Kaz lives in the Kaz UK, in
1: England. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, like, what's you gonna the do? The
1: same thought crossed my mind. I was like, okay, cool, <laughs> for her.
0: But I mean, I guess if she wants to come to the US, like that would be the time to do it. So, unfortunately, Kiki and Darrell lose this challenge, and um. I thought it I just I love the little Australian isms and I thought it was so funny when in the confessional when Kiki is like talking about pear shape she's like this just turned pear shape and Daryl's like what's wrong with the bear?" <laughs> pear shape <laughs> means you got ass oh my gosh I was dying I just thought that that
1: was the funniest confessional yeah they're I like their confessionals So this is where it all turns, like, anticlimactic for me, because we know how this is going to go down.
0: Well, I thought it was interesting because, like, at this point, they know that Jordan and Kaz won. And so Kellyanne is trying to get, like, Sarah and Theo um, and Danny and Tori thrown in. She's, like, even going to, like, Casey, who, like, obviously Casey's not going to put Tori in. So I don't know, like, why she's doing, like, I don't know. I know. So and like obviously, like Jordan is not going to put Tori in. So I don't know what Kellyanne was thinking. I think obviously she was in panic mode, but this was not. This was not the way to do it.
1: She was just trying anything. She was just grasping.
0: If she wanted to grasp at something, she should have grasped at a team that wasn't Tori and Danny.
1: Because I thought. Ob- the- too like what about emily and yes
0: well it's because they're partially aligned you know i think i don't know but at this point i don't think they really are because last week we saw like the shots fired with like yes voting for durell and durell being like damn like i don't know i think durell and yes have previous history and like working together and and all of that but This is a game, and this is a new game, and it's a different season. And I like when people can separate game from game, the outside from the inside, and, like, really treat it like it's its own individual game. That's what makes the show good. Not thinking about what happens next season. Of course that happens, because there is a next season, but what makes good TV... Is when we see what Yes is doing right now. And I just, I love it. <sniffs> um. So Jordan, Sarah, Danny, Tori, and Theo all get together. And they're talking about putting in Kellyanne and Tristan. And Kaz is intentionally left out of this because of her relationship with Tristan. Jordan kind of wants to talk to her one-on-one about it. So when we get to deliberation, we have five teams that are voting, one team that's already in and one team that won. We have Jordan and Kaz as our winners. We have Kiki and Durell as our losers. And then so we get to deliberation and Tori and Danny just go ahead and burn a vote on themselves. Except for it's not really burning a vote, but it is burning a vote because they know Jordan is never sending in Tori. It's just, it's not happening. So they say themselves and Kellyanne and Tristan. Sarah and Theo say Kellyanne and Tristan and Danny and Tori. Emily and Yes go the same way and vote Tristan and Kellyanne and Danny and Tori. And I'm wondering at this point, like clearly Emily and Yes are doing what Sarah and Theo want because they're like very closely aligned. But... Are Emily and yes, doing what's in the best interest of them is what I'm thinking. because do they if Tori has two number ones and it's Casey and and um Jordan. If Jordan is protecting Tori and Danny, if if Sarah and Theo are protecting um Danny, and Emily, like, the- where where on this pecking order is everybody? Or does it solely matter at this point on who is winning the daily challenges? Because each team has a different
1: number ones. Yeah. I really think it does. So then Especially Casey. For what, yeah.
0: yeah. So Casey and Troy, they vote in Sarah and Theo. And then they also vote in. Yes, and Emily, which I thought was weird. I don't know why they wouldn't just say Tori and Danny when three other teams already did. Obviously, they're the ones that are going to be going in. And that just kind of puts a target on your back, I think, Um, especially them being this, like, new team.
1: Um, I think they were trying to personally just live up to how Casey would never say Tori's name and vice versa, even though – everyone else was and Tori, you know, but Tori made such a big deal out of it last week. Like I will never say Casey's name. So maybe it was just like,
0: maybe, maybe I, it was that. I, I might like,
1: were. I, maybe it was just the princi- principle of it. I, I'm, I'm, You know, and then of course I, they weren't going to say Kellyanne and Tristan. I think it's
0: more maybe Troy because Troy and Kiki, it's kind of been Troy and Amber and Kiki and Darrell versus Yes and Emily. And so I kind of wonder if it was like more of like Troy's decision than it was Casey's. And it just kind of worked out with the Tory thing. Could be. I don't know, but I just thought it was really weird. Um, because then Kellyanne and Tristan also vote Tori and Danny and Sarah and Theo. So Kellyanne and Tristan and Tori and Danny have the most votes. Um, so, they're, they're the two that are up for elimination gets Kiki and Durrell. It's Tristan's birthday, um, Kellyanne is, makes him, like, a little card and flowers and does a little birthday tribute to him, um, but, man, it's your birthday and you couldn't even get people to not say your name for that one day, like, mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they've all been waiting for this
0: they i think that's true they have been but i don't know i think this episode really showed um i mean and granted we only have seven teams left so it's it's really down to it but i think that this episode really showed that social game is one of Tristan's biggest weaknesses. Yep. Yep. So then we get to the elimination. Do you want to talk about the elimination?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. This gives me like frustration vibes just even talking about it. So they had to use, um, they had like, I think nine pieces of this, of this puzzle (laughs) And they had to pick up each piece with a pair of chopsticks and they had to climb up a set or climb up this ramp and then climb down a set of stairs and drop the piece um, over the line. They had to drop the pieces over the line one by one. Um, And then once all the pieces were over, it was was like Tetris shape pieces. Um, And once they dropped them over the line, they had to, Assemble the puzzle, um, the tangerine puzzle. Yeah, as Darrell I, called. called I it. I love
0: that he made fun <laughs> of himself in that moment.
1: I loved it. Yeah, he's. was like I a Nelson to thing to, to do, those. kind of
0: like him. Yeah. Know, repeating like needy greedy. That's what well, it reminded he, me of.
1: Yes, because he he did that too. He's like we're down to the you know, and I, I thought of Nelson when he did that too. But anyways, oh, my God, this was so frustrating. Um, It looked like Kellyanne and Tristan started off pretty well. But as Kellyanne pointed out, like they have like a foot difference between them. And they're trying to like not only carry these puzzle pieces, but they have to go, like I said, up a ramp and then down steps. And the puzzle pieces are awkward and big. And um, it was it was pretty close. It was back and forth. They were going kind of back and forth, tit-for-tat. And um, Darrell and Kiki were able to pull it out, and they put the last puzzle across the line, and it didn't look like the puzzle was that complicated to put together.
0: No, the complicated thing was using the chopsticks to get the pieces across, for sure. Mm -hmm.
1: And (laughs)
0: One thing that I thought was really interesting was how hard Jordan was cheering for the UK team. And I love that like Kaz even calls it him out for it in her confessional and like calls it him fake for it. She was like, I hate mm-hmm. that he's doing this right now.
1: Yeah, she's like, You'd have to put them in. <laughs> right. Um, so that's it, Kellyanne and Tristan.
0: I'm sad to see the end of Kellyanne. I thought it was a really great season for her. But most importantly, I thought she really proved why she's in, like, one of the, um why she was picked as one of the legends, even though she's never won a challenge. Um, you know, just going back to episode one, me saying, like, Kellyanne and Nelson don't, shouldn't be here. I think she really proved me wrong and I think she proved a lot of people wrong. She definitely did deserve to be there. Um, she was one of the main reasons why this season was so great.
1: Exactly. She made, I was just going to say, she, personally, she made the season for me.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. I I'm, I'm really sad to see them go, but. With all the odds stacked against them. Um, I think they made it really far and I'm sure we'll be seeing Kellyanne back again. And and honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Tristan back either. He was a really good competitor. He's the UK champion. He um, seems like a nice guy too. Very, very smart. He like his trivia knowledge is so on point. Um Yeah, I mean I I, I think if he can work on his social game, that would help
1: him a lot. So now I am, I think the only team I actually really, really like left are Kiki and Durrell. That doesn't surprise me. I guess me. I want to find a Sarah and Theo win. Maybe not, I, I do not like Emily at all, but I like yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, no. so MVP and LVP.
0: Okay, you're going to be mad at me.
1: Oh god. Okay, go. Is your MVP Tory?
0: No, my MVP is Jordan.
1: Um I'm Okay, listen. Jordan does not There's times I really like Jordan.
0: See, okay, so here's the thing about me giving Jordan my my MVP. <laughs> Not only did he win the Daily Challenge, like, yes, like, he's kind of an asshole, for sure, but, and yes, like, he's, like, fake at the end, like, rooting for Team UK, but, like, I'm sorry, but, like, these are things that make good TV. These are things that, like, from a TV aspect, from a show aspect, from, like, a, a who was this episode's MVP? for those reasons, I gave it to Jordan because he brought this alliance together. He's like having these reasonable conversations of how we make it to the final with um Sarah and Danny trying to get everybody on the same page um in the beginning when like Tori and Danny have their conversation. like Jordan is there, like kind of mediating. I think Danny even makes a joke about it in his confessional about like, who would have known that we just needed Jordan to, like, mm-hmm. be the middleman between us. And um, as far as, like, getting the people that he wants to the final, I think he is doing the best job of that. So I gave him my MVP. He's
1: great. He's great at this game.
0: He he really, I mean, in my opinion, I think he's he's the greatest of all time. I really do.
1: I can see that.
0: Um. And then I gave my LVP to Tristan. I think I kind of talked a a little bit about the points of why I gave it to Tristan. But, you know, like, he couldn't even keep himself out of elimination on his birthday. His social game's just not there. He had this conversation with Kaz way too late. If he wanted to save himself, he should have had the conversation with Kaz and Kelly and much much earlier than now, Um, when there's only seven teams left, it's just it's not the time to do it. I hate giving Tristan my LVP because I really enjoyed him, but
1: um, but I, who I else had, could get, so get him? He's my LVB LVP too, unfortunately, just for the same things that we have talked about about his social game, Um and. I don't know. I didn't watch the UK and I'm wondering if maybe part of that problem with the social game was because he was so sick the whole season. That could be true too. And maybe he just really did not have it in him, you know, <laughs> except, you mm-hmm. know, all he all he had to give was during the competitions. And, you know, I can see that. I mean, think about when you're really sick, like you, oh, yeah. you don't do anything. So that but I don't know anything else about him. Maybe not. Maybe he just, his social game just sucks.
0: I need to um, finish the UK. I, I think it's only like five episodes and I've seen one of them. So I really need to just knock that out.
1: So he's my LBP. And then my MVP was Kiki. She has never lost an elimination. And she was able to, I think it's cool that she was the only girl, even though they lost to do the jumping from truck to truck and um yeah I just love her so she was my MVP. So even
0: though Michelle's not here she gave us her MVP and her LVP too and she also picked Kiki as her MVP and um she picked Kaz as her LVP saying um that it was really hard for her to choose an LVP, but she refuses to give it to Kellyanne or Tristan. <laughs> so, those are our MVPs and LVPs for the challenge. Do you have any last challenge thoughts before we move on to Survivor?
1: Nope. Just go Kiki and Daryl.
0: Yes. I mean, go Kiki always. Okay, so Survivor. We started off with Danny talking about how he perfectly executed his plan. He played his idol for Franny. They got this huge fish out, Brandon. Um, So now everybody knows, though, that there's an idol back. So at first, or back in play. So um, at first, like, Kane, Danny, Jamie, Lauren are kind of, like, out looking for the idol. And eventually... Um, they're, like, they're doing it kind of discreetly, but eventually, like, everybody's, like, there's an idol out there, and they're looking for an idol, and so everybody starts looking for this idol. I and love that.
1: I love how everyone finally was, like, screw it, and it's just, like,
0: <laughs> let's look. Yeah, but eventually they stopped looking, so it's, like, does somebody know that somebody got the idol? I mean, I don't think that the person who, Heidi, she's the one that finds it,
1: um... And, and she's the one that found that advantage, too. She's been getting lucky the past couple episodes.
0: Big player, for sure. I didn't see that coming with her kind of ghost at it in the beginning. But maybe this is her turning point. She, like, actually wins the season. That would be crazy. But the idol basically says that it's it's an immunity idol. But she can't use it until there are only five players left.
1: Um. Oh, I totally misheard that. I thought she could only use it until there were 5 players left. It's uh, the opposite.
0: I don't know. I guess maybe I misheard it. I don't know. We'll have Ooh. to we'll have to double check on that and we, then.
1: We don't have our third person here to be the judge.
0: I know. I, I would text her but she hasn't watched it either. Um Okay, so Then Jam Jam decides that he wants to play Veo Veo, which um, basically translates to being the I Spy game. And so they're all playing this game. They're all having fun. And they're like being real, like letting their like guards down, not talking about the game, talking about other stuff, letting their minds take a break, which I just think is so smart of them to do um, in general, because you really need that break on your mind. You can't just be gaming all the time because if you are then you're going to overthink everything. Um, so then Caroline opens up. It's like this five-minute segment. It's super touching. She talks about her sobriety journey. She's 13 years sober. Um, what do you want to say about that? It was such a... I knew you were going to love it.
1: Yes. You texted me. And you're like, you're going to love this episode. And I texted you as soon as, as soon as... She started her talking little, about it? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Because um, she was so real and so raw about it. And um, my... My favorite thing about it, and I don't know if someone who's not in recovery or doesn't know someone or, you know, have, has experienced this, she said something so powerful Um, because this was my problem for a while. You know, she's, she talked about, you know, people think that like something tragically had to go wrong in your life for you to be an alcoholic. addict and that, you know, she's like, no, you can, you, she's talking about her, her childhood. And she's like, I had this, you know, this great childhood, nothing, you know, she's like, and you, you know, you just are. And for so long, that was hard for me to wrap my head around because I'm like, there was no no childhood trauma for me you know mm-hmm. and you do hear a lot of awful stories and it is it is a part of many people's stories um but she just put a a, a totally different spin on it that you don't hear a lot that is so true like y- you're you're an alcoholic or addict because you're an alcoholic and addict because of effect alcohol has on you. It's that Mm -hmm. simple. People try to make it so much more complicated than it is. Um, but it took me a while to accept like that. I was because I'm like, why should I be? My life has been good. You know, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like there's been no, like, trauma or, you know, so I'm glad, I'm glad that they aired that for so many people out there struggling because that, you know, are still struggling because it's just so true. There does not have to be like some monumental horrible moment in your life to make you an alcoholic. That's not, that's not what makes you an alcoholic. And then it was so touching how she's like my son, you know, her son never has to see her mm-hmm. and that his was father my part. Yes. Live the way they used to. Mm-hmm. Um. And one other thing I liked about it, sorry, I'm not going to go off on this huge tangent, but just like in good recovery, you don't sit there and talk about your drinking stories and how, how, you know, back when you were drinking. I mean, you may touch on that, but it's solution based, right? Good recovery is all about solution. You don't go to a meeting and talk about like your problems or back when you got DUIs or got put in jail or whatever people's stories are. No, you talk about your life now and the promises that are happening now due to recovery. And that's what she was doing. You know, she didn't sit there, at least they didn't air it. Um, She didn't talk about about pre a, a lot about pre
0: mm-hmm. you know sobriety mm-hmm.
1: and, or war stories that's what they call them like the war stories no people in recovery new people people have been there they want to hear about how you got sober and your life now that it is sober so I loved I just loved the whole whoever whoever produced it to or whoever edited it know something about recovery too because it was it it, it was it was perfect it was perfect so I almost she's amazing
0: yeah she is I almost don't even know how to transition out of that conversation because it was like so powerful um I just I have so much respect for her and like I love that she really embraces um, her true self, and that she's like not afraid to be like this, like kind of like kooky person. You know, she just she just is who she is, and she's all who she is. And mm-hmm. I just like I I love that about her so much.
1: And that's so hard for people to do. And she even asked, she's like, who has felt like left out or. Like they were weird or and I love like Franny and her confessional talking about how she's
0: like, I want to work with her because I want to be like
1: her. Or uh so people tell these stories so they can you know, I'm not vocal about it. I I'm more so on Twitter because I feel like that's a safer space but I don't vocalize it. Like some people I know, like on Facebook and stuff like that, I'm not like, Oh, I have, you know, cause I have a totally different group of people Audience. on my page. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, and maybe one day I will, I'm just not there yet because, but people do that to show they're not bragging like, Hey, I did this. They're doing they're proud it. of themselves. They're doing it to show people that it can be done because you, there are so, there are millions of people struggling with addiction and alcoholism that are still suffering out there that have, that maybe do want a way out, but they don't know how to get out. Mm -hmm. And when someone's putting out there like, Hey, I've been there, you know, that's what your job is in recovery. It's one of the 12 steps hmm um it's something you commit to when you when you work the 12 steps um not like you go and like go knock on people's door you know and say oh are you an alcoholic here's what I can no but but, but you're there you know for the people who are there ready to- for help for help yeah so um yeah anyways and and who hasn't felt weird at one point in their life. Everyone. I mean, everyone. And if you're saying you I don't, baby. If you're saying you haven't, you're probably lying to yourself. <laughs> right. But everyone has felt not enough at some point in their life. I
0: I totally agree. I mean just, just this whole whole scene, the whole every aspect of it was just I'm glad that we spent so much time talking about it too, because it was just like such an important thing that um I'm really glad that they're able to like they they feel like the producers even like feel comfortable showing us I just think it's it's so great because it's so necessary I feel like a lot of those real things like they hold back in reality tv and I'm really glad that they didn't in this case
1: me too it was it was it was very very powerful um transition past this
0: (laughs) yeah exactly well i guess we just like we're just gonna keep going i mean we have to um unfortunately there's no no great transition here so i'm just gonna say the next thing that that really happens here is we find out like carson's still not feeling well um and they get some tree mail saying that they might be able to negotiate for rice at their next immunity challenge and when they get to the next immunity challenge it is just Pouring rain. Um, like, not just some sprinkles here and there. It is, like, raining hard on them. And um, what they have to do for this this immunity challenge is stand on a block while balancing a ball against a piece of wood and whoever, and they can only have one foot completely on the block. The other um, foot cannot touch it. So... They have to decide at this point, are they going to... They need four people to sit out in order to get this, like, huge bag of rice. And so Carson is willing to sit out. Lauren, I was very surprised, but pretty right away, says that she's willing to sit out. And then Kane, and I thought that this was smart, to be completely honest, says... That he is willing to sit out as well because he's like, I'd rather have the rice because I know I'm not going to win this anyway. This is not something that I would be good at. So, yeah. like, good for you for having the self-awareness to do that. Um, Danny and Caroline both promised not to vote in people who volunteered to sit out. Um, and... They're looking for a last person. Jamie kind of just, like, thinks maybe she's going to, but then decides not to. And it ends up being Heidi who steps up and does it. Um, We know Heidi has this, like, immunity idol. Maybe it was it's good now, maybe it's not good until final five. I'm not really sure, but maybe that <sighs> went into the went into the thought. That's process. a gray area right now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that one into the thought. I'm pretty process. sure, That's Christina. Really
1: sure. Just from my past knowledge of Survivor, I'd be shocked because I mean three go to usually immunity idols cannot be used once it's down to it's like the, the final, final four. Five. Oh, okay. I yeah, thought it was final the final four because there's three, there's three people now who, you know, go to the go end. to the final. So I am I I would be willing to bet that it's the other it, way that okay. she can use it from now until the, just from all my past knowledge as Survivor.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well, that makes sense too because then it would make more sense why she sat out this challenge. Knowing that she's safe no matter what, if she decides to use it. um. So I was really impressed. Like, the final three people st- standing were Franny, Jam Jam, and Danny. Danny is not a surprise because he's, like, a very physical player. But I was super impressed specifically with, like, Jam Jam. We've already seen that Franny is, like, more of a physical threat than I ever thought she was going to be. But Jam Jam, I was super impressed that he was one of the last three up there.
1: So Jam Jam, I had that issue with him when the episode where him and Carolyn were going at it. But mm-hmm. man, I liked him before then, and now I've liked him after that. He is funny. He, he brings is... the humor to this season. Yeah, he's hilarious. But he
0: ends up dropping in the final three, and it's down to Franny and Danny in only five minutes, which is crazy. Everybody dropped in less than five minutes. I think this would be one that I, uh for me, I probably would have sat out of for the rice because, not because of the balance, I think the balance would be fine, but, like, I'm so short, I think it would have been hard for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Franny ends up winning this immunity challenge, and this is her second individual immunity, and honestly, I'm like, oh shit, like, she's building her resume, like, she could actually maybe win this thing? Like, okay, like, Granny is here to play, she's a competitor, and she's giving everything this season that you want in a person, like, she's winning, um, immunity challenges, she has, like, really tight alliances, like, so tight that she got Danny to play her idol f- for her, his idol for her last episode, um, not only that, but she had, like, a showmance early on with Matt, um, which... I know gets you targeted as far as could get you targeted as far as like a um a competitor aspect goes, but like as a show aspect, I think that that's like a fun thing for us as viewers to watch. Um, so I'm just I'm overall like super impressed with with Franny this this episode for sure. I was like, oh man, like she's really she's really here to play. She's really here for Survivor.
1: Yeah, and I like that Danny got beat last week by Lauren and this week by, or the week before. I don't know. I like it that he's mm-hmm. been in the fun too, and girls have beat him both times. Right? He's so cocky.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I. So everybody wants to do different things right now. There's like a lot of people who are wanting to flush Jamie's idol. Um. So Jamie and Jamie knows that
1: She's not that. She's but it's not- a fake idol.
0: She doesn't know that
1: though. I know nobody knows that.
0: Well, no, that's not true. I think Carolyn.
1: That,
0: I th- I think yeah, Carolyn. Uh,
1: one uh, episode, a couple.
0: I think that the people who were in the conversation with um Matthew with Matt, no, with Matt and Jam Jam, and um when who was it Brandon was talking about when I gave him my LVP for it when he was talking about um with people that weren't in his alliance that there were two alliances and that's how Matt found out that his was a fake idol mm-hmm. I think those people might which Brandon and Matt are already out now so like Kane and whoever else was in that conversation I'm trying to think back
1: and I think it was Kane and Jam one Jam. time but Carolyn at one episode was like when they were doing the peanut butter thing, she was trying to tell them that Jamie's idol was not real. Was it Jamie's idol that she was saying that about? No, it was Josh. Oh, yes, you're right. Josh. Okay. Okay.
0: So, yeah, so there's like all this talk about flushing her idol, Um, There's a little bit of talk about um, people wanting to get Jam Jam and Caroline out. There's a little bit of talk about people wanting to get Kane out. So everybody is kind of all over the place. And Danny,
1: Caroline wants to get Danny out.
0: Yeah. Caroline wants to get Danny out, which I
1: think would have been the smartest thing to do. Um, Same. I really thought he was going. I thought that they were going to get him. Um, And I think that could be a mistake. I think he
0: still has too many people protecting him at this point. I don't know if they could have got him out, but I think that it was a really good thought. And I think it was possible. So I don't know. I mean, I could see how it it could or couldn't go anyway. It could or couldn't go that way. but the most people, the three top people that are being talked about right before tribal tribal council are Jam Jam, Kane, and Danny. So when they get to tribal, Jeff immediately asks them about like Caroline and Danny promising not to vote the people in that volunteered to sit out. And Danny's just like, "I was in the scout. I said, you know, like I said, scout's honor. Like I was in the scout. I just, I thought that, that was hilarious."
1: Jeff goes, "Danny, you even said scout's honor." and danny i was never a scout yeah (laughs) he's such an ass god he's such a cocky ass but that was hilarious it was funny
0: and so everybody at this point like it's clear that a decision hasn't been made because everybody's scrambling everybody's going around everybody's talking to everybody whispering in each other's ears a decision is being made like so last minute it's not even
1: yeah Who? who do you remember who said something to carson And it was a girl. And I thought she said Danny. And he goes, yes, definitely Danny.
0: Then it would have probably been Carolyn.
1: No, it was Lauren. It was Lauren. And so this confused me because he said Danny. And then she didn't even vote for Danny. Mm -mm. She voted for Heidi. So I was really confused.
0: So when we get to the votes, they're pretty split up. We have four names with votes on them. Danny gets one vote. Jamie gets one vote. Heidi gets three votes. And Kane is out. He gets five votes. So Kane is voted out. um, With an idol.
1: And Jamie
0: looks distraught. I wish... The only reason why, like, I'm glad she doesn't have her idol, I'm glad it got flushed. But the only reason, like, okay, people are still gonna think she has an idol. Even if she tells people, like, I gave it to Kane because of this, like, whatever, like, people are still gonna think that she's lying about that. She put herself in such a bad position. And as a viewer,
1: I'm wait, wait, wait. She gave Kane her idol? Yeah. How did I miss that? So the idol, because when he said he left with the idol, I was like, He's like, yeah, winning an idol. Mm-hmm. Jamie so thought that if she gave Jamie it. thought to that her?
0: they were going to um, that there was like a knowledge power, and so so that nobody could. She was like so sure that Kane wasn't getting voted out that um, she gave Kane her idol so that nobody could take it from her, and she could be like, nope, I don't have an idol. Um, so, that's why at the very, very end, he's, like, the only thing worse about then walking out with an idol is walking out with an idol that is your, like, number one alliance's idol.
1: That's what he said. Okay. Oh, God. But wait. Why would she... Why was she worried about losing her idol? What did Cause I say?
0: Because she thought that the... Um... Maybe, I don't know, like she, they think that there's a knowledge of power out there. But there's not, right? I don't think so.
1: Oh, God. That was dumb, dumb, dumb. But I'm okay with that because I don't like her or Kane. So make dumb moves. (laughs)
0: The only reason that I'm disappointed is because I wanted to see Jamie learn that her idol was fake. (laughs) Oh, she knows now. No, well, no, she doesn't. Oh, like afterwards, nope. you mean? Yeah, oh, Susan? You to, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Hilarious. Um. Okay, so who was your MVP and who was your LVP?
1: Okay, so this is probably needs no explanation, but my MVP was Carolyn, and my LVP was Kane.
0: I I knew that you were going to pick Carolyn as your MVP, so I decided to go the other route. And I picked Franny um, just because she is really like showing not only us that she's this big powerhouse and she could actually win this thing, but she's like gaining the confidence to herself. And she's Mm -hmm. starting to realize what a strong person she is and that she could win this game.
1: Yes, I love that choice.
0: And then Kane was my LVP as well, because honestly, he lost. He had no idea what was going on. He walked out with his friend's idol,
1: and I really just wanted to give Kane another LVP. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I'm glad he's gone. I want Jamie to go too, but I'm worried about Danny possibly winning this. So he needs to go because I I want Carolyn Carson, or like I said last week, Carolyn or Carson to win. If not them, Franny, or maybe even Jam Jam at this point. But those are my top four. Um, so Danny needs to go and Heidi's getting dangerous. So I could see her going far. Yeah.
0: I think that if Franny and, um, Heidi form this like super alliance with like the two of them, like they're like this dynamic duo, especially if they were to join forces with Caroline, like Franny kind of insinuated she wanted to do after the whole Caroline conversation and like being weird and all that. Um, if those three could be this like final three, um, like alliance, you know, I think they have a good chance of taking out all the guys.
1: Okay, what about and what about this? What about Heidi? Carson, Carolyn, Franny. And Jam Jam. Yeah. And Heidi. Lauren, Jamie, and Danny. Even though I know Danny is with Heidi. But in the previews. Danny is too with with Franny. I know. He's with Franny and Heidi. But in the previews, Heidi said something like, I know we're close. Me and Danny are close. But there's got to be a time I got to play my own game. Or something along those lines. So I was like, hmm, could they turn on Danny? Listen, Danny's been entertaining. He's he's pretty good, but I have no want for him to win this game.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think if he wins, I won't be surprised because he's like a very dominant player. Um but I I hope that it's somebody else. Me too. But if I think I think if he makes final 3, there's a good chance that he wins. but I guess we'll see. I don't know. We just, we just had the merge. We just had started having individual, individual immunities. And so far the only people that, who who have won them are girls. So.
1: Yeah. Franny and Lauren. Right.
0: Let's go. All right. Do you have any final thoughts on um, Survivor before we wrap up here? Nope.
1: I'm All just right. glad when I didn't like went
0: yeah yeah I know my but the problem with that is is that like now I don't have somebody to root against I mean I'm sure somebody will come up but he was my number one I was rooting against so but all right well thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon